Boom. Rolling. Hey guys, and welcome to the Nostalgia Pack Podcast, the movie where the movie the movie where we <laughs> talk about podcasts <laughs> through the lens of a podcast. Of a podcast. That's our new intro. <laughs> Not even gonna change that today. We're talking about one of my favorite movies from childhood. Come on and jam. And welcome. I don't know. No, it's come on and slam. And welcome to the jam. You don't know nothing. I know. You're a fake fan. Oh, shit. We're talking Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan. The 90s, baby. Space Jam. And Space Jam 2 has been announced for 2021 with LeBron. Mm-hmm. We'll get I, excited. I, I don't know. I don't, know, how I feel I don't know. I don't care. I don't care about basketball. This is the only basketball I care about. And I come from Hoosiers. You but come from Hoosiers? She does. I she, am she a Hoosier. Does. She comes from oh, I am a Hoosier. Right. Okay. Two, okay. two Hoosiers. And anytime I meet somebody and, they're, and I'm like, I'm from Indiana, or they see my ID, and they're like, oh, you're from Indiana? You like basketball? I'm like, no. Mm. I don't know anything about basketball yeah, no. except Space Jam. You know, I think when you said that you were from Indiana, I think all I said was, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, too. <laughs> but before we talk about some space and some jams, because there are some jams in this Oh, there space. is some jams. <laughs> We're going to talk about some James Bond. There you go. The new James Bond, to be specific. No time, time to, to die. die. James Bond 25. Oh, yeah. The last James Bond with Daniel Craig. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. I see Johnny's, like, stroking his beard there. I see, mmm. I, um, yeah, um... I'm very excited, even though mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm missing like the key piece of Daniel Craig's uh, James Bond because uh, I haven't seen Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Right, because you've seen Casino Royale. I've seen Casino Royale. You've seen Quantum of Solace. I've seen Quantum of Solace. Not seen Skyfall. I've not seen Skyfall. But you have seen Spectre. Yep. Oh my god. I know. You disgust me, sir. I know. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I've seen none of them. Yeah, you haven't seen any James any Bond. James Bond, right? I think I've seen one James <clears throat> Bond, but sometimes I get it mixed up with Indiana Jones. <laughs> Well, what? those are different Those films. are two completely different movies. What happened? Did somebody try to take somebody else's heart out with their bare hands in the no. James Bond film that you no. saw? No, it is the scene when Indy, it's it's the scene in, um, I believe it's in the first Indy uh-huh. when he's on the boat uh-huh. and he's dressed um, like in the uniform. I think I conflate that with a James Bond movie where he's like in a hangar, but it's like a submarine and he's like sneaking around a submarine deck or something. Hmm. There's like a big body was of like water. Old, was it like an older James Bond movie? Yes. Okay. Who was the who was Bond? I do don't remember. Uh, See, that's why I'm like, I think I may have just uh, been an Indiana Harrison Jones Ford movie. Harrison Ford was James Bond in that film. <laughs> the best Bond in my the, opinion. The best. Yeah, he was very good. His accent was not convincing, but right. you know, he's so handsome. What? Yeah, I, I feel like there's a James Bond movie. It's a James Bond movie where he's like sneaking around this like underground. Are you sure it wasn't Austin thing. Powers? What, is there a scene like that in Austin Powers? Yeah, I mean Austin Powers is and it just spoof. Is, is, yeah, what, I know, yeah. but I I feel like I don't remember anything about the first Austin Powers movie. That's the only Austin Powers movie that I've seen. Uh, honestly, there's Fair. a number of James Bond films where he's sneaking around in some kind of vessel or <laughs> underground. Well, he's not or... in a submarine. He's in like a hangar. It's like an underground hangar there's rock walls there's like boxes like store not storage boxes but like crates and he's sneaking around those but there's this big body of water in the middle where a submarine comes up again austin powers okay then maybe it was austin powers <laughs> or uh or a number of it or james kingsman <laughs> yeah. or, it was not kingsman 
because I remember this from childhood. Oh, and yeah. I remember this before ever watching Kingsman. Story checks. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that is definitely not Indiana Jones. <laughs> no. Yeah. But anyways, you haven't seen any James Bond. Films. I feel like I should have at some point in my life. I just yeah. don't remember because yeah. my dad is a big James Bond fan. He just hasn't watched any of the Daniel Craig ones, but he's watched a lot of, if not most of the originals. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember watching or having like him sit me down and watch any of them with yeah. him. But I feel like I may have seen glimpses of them at one point in my life. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just me putting Harrison Ford in there and be like, it's Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it is it's weird that you haven't seen it, any James Bond. Or like, have you seen clips? I mean, like, uh, you're... Uh, I've seen like shots, like that shot from Goldfinger of the girl laying on the bed. Oh, all mm-hmm. painted gold yeah. and everything, yeah. I mean, the thing is, so like me personally, um, I always thought... That James Bond was a really cool idea, but I didn't care for any of the movies because like, because they're kind of mm-hmm. they're kind of cheesy. I mean, the, the especially the earlier the, ones. The earlier ones, yeah, but they're, they're like they're kind of cheesy. Um, the action is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it really bothered me that he seemed more interested in women than in his mission, um, and um, they just. They are a product of their time in a bad way. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're also super formulaic. But they, I love cheesy movies. I feel like I would enjoy like a cheesy spy movie. But I never know if they're supposed to be... Purposely cheesy? cheesy? Yeah, yeah, like purposely cheesy and campy or if they just happen to be because they're not well made. Right. You know? Um, and and like... Uh, I mean, and, and I, I just... It's from, with exception to George Lazenby, who is only James Bond in one film on Her Majesty's Secret Service, mm-hmm. I never believed the physicality of any of the other James Bonds. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that I believed could actually do any of the things that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say except for Daniel Craig. Well, yes, until Daniel well, Craig. See, that's Daniel what... Craig is when James Bond made sense to me. Yeah. And I loved Casino Royale. I feel like, especially with these new trailers for No Time to Die, it feels like they're trying to be Mission Impossible movies, and I... I feel like that might be what turns me off. I love Mission Impossible. I love the Mission Impossible series, but I feel like it's trying to be Mission Impossible, James Bourne. Mm. Not necessarily James Bourne, but more Mission Impossible. Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Yes. So, See, I do, I've never watched one of those movies because I don't care. <laughs> the first one I really, really liked. The first Jason Bourne film I really liked. The rest... The Bourne Identity. Blah. Um, but the first one was really good. Um, and I feel like that movie did very much so inspire mm. the 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 reboot that was Casino Royale in a very mm. good way. Yeah, it made it sort of gritty. It made Bond more of a what he was in the books because mm-hmm. I've, I've read the books and Bond is very of much course so, you have yeah <laughs> Bond is very much so like kind of kind of a violent. I don't want to say violent brute, but he's he feels like Daniel Craig's James Bond. Mm-hmm. This kind of cold, kind of emotionless. Not necessarily the charmer that we all know, mm-hmm. but just like kind of a brutal killer, mm-hmm. and because he has to be, because I mean that's what his deal right. is, and um and and so I always kind of felt like uh, Daniel Craig really really got it, and he looks like somebody who's been punched in the face a lot <laughs> and can take it, you <laughs> yeah. know. And yeah. it, is it just because Daniel Craig just looks like an asshole and we get no, punched in the face? No, no, no. He looks like a boxer. He's got like a boxer's nose. He does have like you know? a boxer's build too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just kind of and like sort of this like lo- sort of lionine sort of walk, you know, sort yeah. of swagger and everything. Um, and he and he's got sort of like a hard face that's 
seen like a lot of cruelty. He's got a weathered a face. Weathered. Um, and so I like I so I thought Daniel Craig was Daniel Craig in Casino Royale was the first time I was like ah finally mm-hmm. James Bond is cool. This is what I've been wanting from James Bond. None of this other bullshit. And then Casino Royale, and then Quantum of Solace was like yeah this is fine. This is whatever. And then Skyfall was amazing. Spectre was a massive disappointment. Which brings me to No Time to Die. It looks like such a hard sequel from Spectre Mm -hmm. that I'm worried on that alone. Mm. Mm. Because I really didn't care for Spectre. Mm -hmm. Spectre was like a return to all the bad form of the classic James Bonds. The fact that he takes down a plane with a handgun really pissed me off. Um, the, the, The fact that like in, in Casino Royale, he, we see him worry about his own safety when he's doing the things that he's doing. Mm-hmm. And like he feels human, he bleeds, he hurts, he's scared. And like that torture scene where oh, he's, yeah. you know, like he's he realizes for the first time, bigger picture, it's not about me. And I'm going to let all of this happen because I need to let it happen as part of my mission. That guy who's mm-hmm. strapped to the chair naked getting his balls busted, literally, is not the She's guy. She's never seen the movie. Yeah. She'll forget. <laughs> That's true. All the hard <laughs> drinking that she does. Um, and um, that man, and then the man at the end of Spectre, who literally jumps off a building with no compunction about like what's going to happen because it's all part of like a plan that he's figured out, really, really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Just he has, there's just, at no point is he concerned. At no point does he sort of feel or bleed or anything. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, I just could not stand Spectre any less. And this looks like a direct sequel to that. And that worries me. Interesting. Yeah. Although, I know that uh, Kerry Fukunaga mm-hmm. has directed it. Yeah. I've not seen any of his work, but I've heard nothing but good things about, about like, um, uh, True Detective. Yeah. And um, I think a lot of people, I don't know a lot of people saw it, but the people who saw it liked it, that Idris Elba child soldier movie that he did for mm-hmm. Netflix. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I forget the name. Title yeah, of it. I forgot the name of that too. But like that was that was the first time I think a Netflix thing was was sort of talked about for uh, like awards contention. Um, um, Acarius, is that it? Uh, no, I, I think I think you're thinking of um, Invictus, which is the Clint Eastwood um, rugby movie. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt. Which was Damon. also a very good film. Um, I cannot remember what this Beast movie. of No Nation. Beast of No Nation, uh. that's the one, yeah. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see what he does because I've heard only good things. Yeah. Mm. But also Danny Boyle left this movie. Mm. You know, I he was supposed know to direct it and then that. he left. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, I am actually, less this is the first time I've ever been like interested in a James Bond movie because really? Really? the fact that they are getting a female Bond Mm, the female double O. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I like, do like I do like the um, I'm interested in seeing none other than Maria Rambo from yes. Captain Marvel. <laughs> I loved her in that movie. She was great. She was great. Yeah. And now we'll hear her with her real accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She looks great in these trailers too. Yeah. I she, I, yeah. yeah. It, I don't know. I like Bond movies. They're just I don't know. They're all kind of like just especially these uh Daniel Craig ones I've always I've, I've liked a lot. Mm. So I'm excited for this one, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Did you like Spectre? Um I thought it was whatever. Honestly, I kind of like forget a lot of it. I love the beginning. That's the part is that Mexico? Mexico, yeah, that yeah, big long that shot. Big, yeah, I love yeah. that. That's all super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh but the rest of the movie was whatever. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting. I refuse to see that movie again. Like as as once I left the theater, I was like, what was that about? Mm. You're not going to rewatch it again before 
I don't, I don't want to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, but I will say, I think you're right. They Spectre. So Casino Royale was its own deal and, ha- and, and was wonderful. And then Quantum of Solace was, I mean, part of its problem was it came out during the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. Like it was in production during the writer's strike. And so, like any rewrites and fixes and stuff, it was it was like Daniel Craig and the director, whose name I can't remember, Mark uh, Forster, um, who were like rewriting scenes. And Daniel Craig even said, like, I shouldn't be writing scenes. I'm not a writer. Yeah. And then Skyfall is brilliant. And Skyfall, Sam Mendes borrowed a lot of Skyfall, a lot of uh, The Dark Knight for Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Like a ton of stuff. Like you look at it and you see, oh yeah, this 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 dude stayed up late watching. Dark Knight every night and then went to work the next day and directed a James Bond film. And what's funny is sort of the 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 dragon eating its own tail, Christopher Nolan based a lot of his Batman stuff on James Bond. Like like Lucius Fox is his cue mm-hmm. and and sort of like the, the the quips that they have back and forth, the fact that he's like, you know, this jet sitting handsome guy with all this special tech and gear and stuff mm-hmm. like and Nolan borrowed a lot from James Bond for yeah. Batman. So it's funny that then I can James Bond see that. Would, so it's yeah. funny that Bond would then borrow from Batman. Yeah. yeah. But then Spectre felt like it borrowed a lot from the the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible films. Yeah. Which I have found to be largely disposable you know like i haven't loved them nearly as much as everybody else has i enjoy half of them Mm. there's six of them right now i believe and they're making seven and eight currently oh my god yeah um so i've only liked half Mm -hmm. i think that's three for three i think it's like i like mission impossible one that's great mission impossible three yeah uh-huh. That's the um, Brad Bird one, right? Three uh, no, or four? Four is Brad Bird. Three was J.J. Abrams. Three was the one yeah. where there was like too much of too much. There was Three had like three movies in it. All yeah. three of those movies probably would have been good, but all three together, not so much. Yeah, because I think there was like just everything on top of everything on top of everything yeah, for three. Number two was a Jam- John Woo like Kung Fu action movie. Yeah, I liked one. I liked the Brad Bird one, which I think was four. And then I liked five I believe is the Rogue Nation. Yeah, that's the one where they like walk up the building. No, that's the Brad Bird one. That's that's the the Burj Al Khalif when he's. See, I f- they're all the yeah. same movie. They blend. Yeah, no, they do. I've seen. I don't know which ones I've seen. Honestly. Yeah, I've I, seen all of them. Multiple. I've seen the last three multiple times. There's because they're on TV all the time. I love the the action scenes in the Brad Bird one. The story in that movie is bullshit. Yeah, but the action scenes are so good. Yeah. However, I don't think I liked the last one as much as everyone else. Everyone else really loved six. Oh, yeah. And I was not a huge fan of I think we're the only two people I know that really did not like six. I really, I had strong exceptions to six. Yeah. I think the five, fallout? Oh, the, the five. Fallout, yeah. They yeah. all sound the same. No, they too. do have very similar. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, four, which was Ghost Protocol, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like the entire third act of that movie because I was watching it like last year or something with, with Sarah. And and she loves she loves the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible films, um, and we were watching it, and, I, and then we got to the point of like the third act, and I was like, oh my god, there's an entire section. Of, I saw this movie in theaters, and I did not remember any of this, mm-hmm. you know. And then I uh, and and then I really liked Rogue Nation. Actually, I liked Rogue Nation a lot. Yeah, that's, and then that's, that's five, five, five. Nobody knows. And then there's no way to know. <laughs> there's no way to know. It's like the Fast and the Furious movies. There's just yeah. no way to know what you're talking about because they're all called Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um. And then they're the saga now. Yeah. But then, but then six, six really is frustratingly stupid on so many levels. Oh like, yeah, I was just, just like 
There's like, there's no reason to do a Halo jump into Paris. You could just drive in, you know, like there's just like. Yeah, they were just doing shit for the sake of giving Tom Cruise stuff to do. Of doing shit to do, of like crazy stunts to do. And yeah, Christopher McQuarrie was already talking about like all of the crazy stunts he yeah. has planned for Tom Cruise for seven and eight. And I'm like, okay. Because he's like, oh, we're not going to space yet, but I have all of these crazy stunts planned for seven and eight. Yeah. And you, we'll probably go to space in nine. Yeah. I'm like, you, God damn. You know that Tom Cruise is going to die on the set of one of these. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's, already, yeah. Bro- he's already broken multiple bones. Yeah. Multiple I mean, yeah. times. These, uh, these uh, Mission Impossible movies are just like excuses for Tom Cruise to, to do crazy to shit. To do yeah. fucking crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, that's, all, that's all he does anymore. It's like, it's this. Yeah. And then Top Gun, mm-hmm. where he's flying planes and doing crazy shit. Yeah, I yeah. think that's all he does anymore. See, I, 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 when Tom Cruise, the actor, shows up, because he's just being Tom Cruise in these movies. Yeah. When Tom Cruise, the actor, shows up in something like uh, Live, Die, Repeat, mm-hmm. that's when I'm really happy to see him. Because mm-hmm. that was I a good movie. I still need to watch that. That oh, is really it's good. it's so good. I mean, it's Emily Blunt. I, I gotta watch And it's, and it's Tom Blunt. Cruise playing a character. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Ethan, Ethan Hunt... I don't know what his character is. No. I don't know who he's he is. Tom he's just Tom Cruise yeah. doing yeah. Tom Cruise. Well, he's up. different. I feel like, especially in the first like four up till the Brad Bird, it's like he's a different character. Totally different. He's a different person just named Ethan Hunt in yeah. the first four. And then once again, to the Christopher McQuarrie ones, he's kind of the same person because they all kind of have a same yeah. through line. Yeah. Um, and there's like a storyline where it kind of gets that feeling of these new James Bond movies yeah. to kind of bring it back full circle. Yeah. Is this is like its own little habitat mm-hmm. of Christopher McQuarrie, Mission Impossible. Right. This is Ethan Hunt. Right. But he still is kind of like, he's just got this name and he just goes on missions and does crazy stunts. Yeah. He, he doesn't have any personality except for he's traumatized by the fact that he lost his wife. But did he? Because didn't she come back? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. She's like, <laughs> nobody knows. There's no way to find out. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She came back because she was in Fallout. Yeah. That's the whole reason they Spoiler go to that base alert. that blows up. Wow. It's been out for a year and a half, Johnny. Wow. It takes him a little bit of time. I'm, I'm going to get there. All right? <laughs> Jesus. It doesn't matter if it's spoiled. You're going to forget. That's very true. Um, <laughs> and your right. mind will be just as blown when you see her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, so I, I'm, I'm... And then also... I think Leah Sido or Sido or whatever her name is the 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 blonde girl with yeah. the gap teeth in the, in the this, French girl in this yeah the French girl She's in this French? yeah in this new James Bond I swear she to God was, was in one of the James Bond or one of the Mission Impossible's which also gets me confused ah uh, yes um, maybe I, don't I think so. she was in the the one wherever they have to like the Mission Impossible where they have to like go underwater and and hack like a, a computer that's underwater fuck yeah fuck that's the one after the Brad Bird one. That's Rogue Nation? Is that Five. what happens in that one? Ghost Protocol. No, that's four. Oh, my God. Nobody this cares. Is, <laughs> this is going off the rails. Is it on a We're not even supposed to be talking about Mission Impossible. We're talking about fucking James Bond. And we're not even really supposed to be talking about that. Which is really all I am is excited for The King's Man. And I want it to come out now so I can see it because I don't want to sit through another Mission Impossible or James Bond film. I want to, I want more Kingsman. Mm. Wait. Yeah. Not on a day, Armas. No. Okay, because she's first. She's top build on No Time to Die's IMDb page. Well, that's because she's beautiful amazing. and amazing <laughs> yeah. and everything. And her name starts with two A's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's billed by popularity. I know. Um, but been... she's amazing in Knives Out. Yeah, I'm like obsessed God. with but her. But so is Daniel Craig. That was the first time I think I've ever seen him have so much fun in a role. God, yeah. I can't. So good. 
That was another one that Johnny had pitched today for uh, Talking Trailers was the new Knives Out sequel. Oh, the fact that we oh, got yeah. confirmation of Ryan Johnson and Craig. Which Daniel I was Craig. so excited. Like, I know. Like, after the, like, as the credits were rolling, I was like, please tell me we're going to get more Benoit Blanc because I need to see more mysteries with oh, him. Oh, yeah, this no, is... that's good. I'm pretty excited. She was in the Brad Bird one, Ghost Protocol. Who was? The, uh, the gap tooth girl. Oh, she was? Oh, yeah, but like a really short role, and that's why I get confused. Because she also just feels... Yeah. Yeah. I'm done talking about this. I want to talk about Knives Out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Knives Out. Oh, it's so good. We're, we're just doing... This is a Daniel Craig talking trailers, okay? Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, it's a donut hole inside of a larger donut hole. <laughs> <laughs> I I will let you know I have that pre-ordered for Blu-ray. Hell because yeah. I do kind of want to rewatch. I, I said after I watched it, I'm like, I don't know if I really want to watch this again. I think really? I got everything. But then I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to rewatch this. It's again. so much fun. And then you it need is. To, and then you also need to listen to Ryan Johnson's commentary because mm-hmm. I um I did the thing where you download the commentary and listen to it as you watch it in theaters. What? Yeah, what? he's done what? this a few times. What the um, fuck is this? He, he did it. I think for. I know he did it for Looper. I think he did it for Brothers Bloom. But well, basically, the- like he he records a commentary. Which you can download on your phone from and then where the internet, like from the from the website of the movie. That's and, so weird. And so he records the commentary. You download it to your phone. Go into the movie theater with your headphones, and then there's like special instructions about when to start the commentary. So you just press play, and then you hear Ryan Johnson talk to you as you're watching the movie in the theater. That's fucking trippy. It was. Well, but it is, was it the, is it the same commentary that will be on the Blu-ray? I think so. Maybe I hope so. Uh, I mean, because it was really, it was. I, I, I mean, I think so. I don't see why they would do it again unless yeah. you like. It's like him and somebody else yeah. doing yeah. Some, another commentary. I've never heard of this. Yeah, and it's and it was great. And what was really weird and very trippy is is I feel like movies are one of the the last few places where everybody in in this busy, you know, distracted world can all go for like a shared experience mm-hmm. and here i was in this movie theater full of people having a completely different experience than everybody else that's wait is that how you watch it the first time no no second time okay, okay. I was like, that makes no sense <laughs> my head was exploding right yeah, I was like, like, why why would you distract yourself while watching this movie that you need to be watching i know no, no that's why but okay. the funny thing was is as as much as i was enjoying listening to him talk about this movie and all the interesting facts that i was getting from him the same time i was like i kind of also just want to watch this movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> good um but it, but it was so so watch the commentary listen yeah. to the commentary and oh, watch no, the that's movie probably, that'll probably be the first thing i'll do now when i get that blu-ray is like do the commentary like he, talked, he talked about how steve yedlin um who owns his own special effects house created a bunch of plugins to mimic like film for this film which they shot digitally which was mm-hmm. the first time either one of them had done anything digitally yeah and they they added film grain gate weave halation like everything mm-hmm. like they did a lot of work to make this look like it was shot on film and and then they also like and then you've seen this where they they yeah, they, the, the they cut out like stencils mm-hmm. of like windows to put over the lights yeah and stuff. I think, so like did you send that to me or did i, I send that to you uh i think i sent it to you because a friend yeah. of mine sent it to me yeah it um, was so cool yeah so i mean it's just he's such a like ryan johnson's such a nerd in the best way possible mm-hmm. and uh and I, I desperately hope i get to meet him one day um and uh i love that movie so much it's such a good movie yeah, yeah and i'm so fun. excited for sequels yeah i'm i'm oh man well i think i think ryan johnson said that his um like proposed sequels will all be kind of like anthology-esque mm-hmm. so, yeah. but it's all following daniel craig's character yeah yeah which i think would be really cool I, yeah because he's i mean he's basically like a a poirot or a miss yeah. marple or you know whoever he's yeah a- that's what i was i was kind of thinking of like 
the Orient Express movies mm-hmm. that they, they um, were desperately trying to make a series, but that totally failed at the box office. The no, new one. they were one, still going to think about it. They were still, they're still doing another? That, well, they were talking Kenneth about Brandon it. One? They were talking about it. I don't know if because they're actually I don't, going to. I did not enjoy that movie very much. Oh, I liked it. But I'm a, and, I liked it. I thought I'm a, it was I'm fun. a Poirot fan, and, and I thought I thought he did a really Is good job. Is he a character like Sherlock Holmes? Uh, yeah, yeah Agatha there's Christie. a book character. Uh, okay. So Agatha yeah. Christie Agatha, created okay. Hercule Poirot, um, the Belgian uh, detective, and then he she also created Miss Marple, who's like a nice little old grandma lady, kind of like a Jessica Fletcher in a way. Um, These names, I mean, Jessica yeah. Fletcher was Angela Lansbury in Murder She Wrote. Okay, uh, okay. And you could have just things. said Murder She Wrote. <laughs> and uh, and then um, and 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 she she's done Agatha Christie wrote other novels, yeah, yeah, but those were her like constant gotcha. returning characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and David Suchet played Poirot for a long time and was really great. Oh, it was a TV um, show. It was a TV. Well, it wasn't really a TV show. I think it was like a string of TV. TV movies, mm-hmm. like specials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I see. But they're BBC, all trying to were make... they BBC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're trying sense. to make more in that in that world uh-huh. with this character. Yeah. I, I liked I liked Murder on the Orange Express. I thought, I thought it was Brandon right. did a good job. I thought he did a great job yeah. with Poirot. Um, I I don't know. I vaguely I I think I watched that movie after working an early shift at H and M. Then going straight from there mm. to my PA job for six hours, yeah. and then going to watch murder on the Orient express and this was back when i was like going to the movie and then staying up until 3 a.m to film and edit the video to get it up the next day so i don't remember much about it i just remember i was not a huge fan sarah so we saw that and another movie like back to back and Mm -hmm. that was the second film and sarah was like falling asleep and she fell asleep during like the big reveal yeah and then woke up and then she was annoyed that the movie didn't make sense and i was like well because you fell asleep well no i think i had guessed that that was coming and i was just like i think halfway through i was like fuck this, I'm out. Like, I kind of shut my brain off because yeah. I was like, I know what's going to happen at the end. They're, I'm not going to spoil what's going to happen yeah. for Johnny if he ever wants to. No, he saw it. I saw it. it. I liked it. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Knives Out. No. <laughs> no. Um, but like, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody else who hasn't seen it because it right. is an interesting reveal. Well, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's the it's, whole point it's, of the movie. It's yeah. also like one of the most famous reveals of all time. It, like, it's like... That was yeah. Because it's a, well, like it's, it I went a, into the I went into that movie not knowing anything about mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. and like I knew that he was a character, and I was like, I kind of want to see Kenneth Branagh play this larger than life esque mm-hmm. character that yeah. he seems it from this trailer. Mm-hmm. But halfway through the movie, I was like, I know what's gonna I I can already tell what's gonna happen. They just kind of telegraph the entire ending, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm out. Hmm. Sorry, and I kind of just like Checked zoned out. out. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Let's, Let's talk, talk about Space, Space Jam. <laughs> so, we've all seen this at one point in our yes. lives. It has been quite a long time for me. I don't know about you guys. Well, you owned it. I like, I owned it on VHS. As I did know. I. That was the last time I saw it. Yeah, was when I, owned I it on own VHS. it now, currently on VHS and Steelbook Blu-ray. Nice. <laughs> Although Michael Jordan looks orange on God, the... I he looks hate, so weird. I hate the Steelbook, but it was $5. I'm not <laughs> complaining. Yeah. It was also on Blu-ray. Yeah. Because, honestly... I still watch this movie at least once a year. Really? Yes. Is there like a specific time of year that nope. you watch it? I'm just like I want to watch Space Jam. That's mm. so. It's so weird. Just this fa- was my, this was one of my favorite movies as a child. I mean, same. This is like huge. Oh yeah, this was huge. Yeah, this was, was everybody's favorite. I think I owned the soundtrack at one point. Yep. It may still be at my parents' house, but I like 
lubed that thing. Yep. Yeah. I was never into hip hop as a kid, yeah. but I fucking loved this That's soundtrack. Hilarious. Well, and it's kind of like it's hip hop, but it's also like adult contemporary R and B in a yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my favorite song on the soundtrack was the um, Monstar rap, mm-hmm. which you only hear for thirty seconds in the movie, yeah. like not even thirty seconds. But I mean, yeah, and that's and the Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, uh, Daffy Duck rap. Oh yeah, huh. <laughs> that's not even in the movie. I think it's um in the credits. Oh wow, yeah, uh, and that's funny because that mon that Monstar song is actually a really good song, and they have a oh, lot of really it, good rappers. Like, it, Top tier rappers really? on on the track. Oh, yeah. yeah, Chris it's, Rock is in one of the songs too. Well, he's, he's in Basketball Jones. That's that basketball. Yeah, he's doing. He's which, the high pitch. I got a Basketball Jones. No, really? he's that's, he's doing the he's doing the. the uh, I mean, I'm sure he sings it at, at times too, but it's like Barry White. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, it's Chris Rock, and he's doing like the jokes, which don't really pop up in the movie, but they mm-hmm. do. It's in the soundtrack. If you have the, the soundtrack, soundtrack, yeah. The the there is the soundtrack is on Spotify, but it's not the full one. They do not have the Bugs Bunny rap or the Monster the rap Monsters available rap, yeah. on Spotify. Are they like grayed out or something? Mm-hmm. They are grayed out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's so funny because I, this movie was huge. It was like, I mean, it like it landed and made a giant ass crater. Mm-hmm. Like it was oh, yeah. a huge movie. And I remember, I think it was one of the few times I was really aware of a movie just sort of being an, an unexpected runaway success. Yeah. Um, but And I remember the, the, the soundtrack was also a big deal. Oh, yeah. But I didn't... I was not as aware. Like I didn't. I didn't go that deep. Yeah. I loved the movie. I owned the movie, but I did not get into the. Soundtrack. I think. I think the soundtrack was like the first CD that I bought on my own, like with my money. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, yeah, I think. So. I bought mm-hmm. it for two dollars at a consignment shop. Hmm. Mm. You had a CD player at that time. I feel like Actually, I, didn't. I think I had. I'm thinking about this now. I had the cassette, mm. and then I bought the CD mm. later. Yeah. I thought I had it on my iTunes because back in the day when iTunes was still a thing and I was downloading music from iTunes to my iPod, mm-hmm. I downloaded the album, but it's not on my iTunes and I'm really upset about that. Wow. That's, <sighs> the, digital, that's the digital locker for you. <laughs> it's got to be somewhere. I have it digitally somewhere. It has to be. Yeah, because when did this movie come out? So 94? 90, 95? Um, 96. Came out in 96. Yes, November 15th, 1996. So I was 11. You guys were six. Yes, but this was huge. Yeah. I mean, and see, now when I really think about it, like, I don't know what came first. Space Jam or my love of Looney Tunes. Oh. Like, I really don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. All I know is that afterwards. Do you, did you ever watch Looney Tunes in Spanish? Like, Bef- yeah, yeah, yeah. Did. Like before yeah. then, I think so. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's because '96 is like that's when your memories really start to. Yeah, develop. that's when things are starting to form. So like, I don't, I don't. Really I remember, remember my entire life. Well, yeah, but. yeah, but you have like a very strange memory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Like I'm saying, I don't know if this. I don't know what came before, but all I know is that I love the Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. and I don't really like. It was the '90s, and I remember Michael Jordan being a huge deal, and you know basketball being big mm-hmm. um i didn't really like get into basketball until a little bit later like in terms of like watching it at least yeah. or being a fan of the sport so, so you're like, more of a baseball guy aren't you uh yeah i mean in terms of sports i mean i like i like i'm i like sports but i'm not like a sports guy yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i like watching them i'm like you know i'm whatever this is the extent of my basketball knowledge. Yeah, I think this is the first time that I learned about basketball. I definitely learned the rules of basketball yeah. <laughs> when, uh, from watching I mean, this movie. I grew up with 
basketball. Basketball was like everything. Yeah, from Indiana, huh? Yeah. It's like basketball and basketball Jones. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Is this a person? No, I mean, Jones? it is a person. A basketball Jones. He's basketball Jones. <laughs> it's like Leap Day Williams. Man. You know, for yeah. the longest time, I thought that Charles Barkley was Basketball Jones. That was his name. <laughs> that was his name. <laughs> so I didn't know who Charles Barkley was. That's fair. Six oh my... was like, oh, that's Basketball Jones. That's Basketball Jones. Jones. <laughs> Man, this movie's old enough where Charles Barkley was a, was, he was like a player. He was still a player. player. He wasn't, yeah. he wasn't mm-hmm. a, a retired Muggsy commentator. Bogues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is, this is my guy. first time. This is my yeah. first time knowing who Bill Murray was. Really, that yes. also might have been my my first exposure to Bill Murray. I'm pretty sure because I was 11, and so I remember. I, I think I'd seen. You Bill had Murray. probably seen Ghostbusters and all of that stuff already. Oh, you had you had yes. probably seen like all the Bill Murray stuff. I was never allowed to watch, and to, although my first radar movie was Caddyshack at like probably seven because my dad was like, "This is a funny movie. We're gonna watch Caddyshack, and it's rated R." But he didn't realize it was rated R until I told him like probably like 12 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the thing is, like, I, by this point, I'd seen Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Two, Groundhog Day. Um, you were familiar with. Bill yeah, Murray. you knew Bill Murray. I'd been watching Saturday Night Live. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you at know. six and no, yeah. six to probably, I would say ten. This is all I knew Bill Murray. Yeah, probably same. Wow, that's weird. I remember thinking that it was weird that he was in it. Like at the time, like eleven mm-hmm. year old me was like, "Why is he in this movie?" And he's have, in it as Bill Murray. As Bill Murray, yeah, yeah which yeah. is doubly weird. That's that's something that always confused me was like there are certain people who are themselves, but then there's other characters who like are big celebrities, like Wayne Knight, but he's somebody totally different. <laughs> Wayne Knight. Oh yeah, he is in this. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. Newman. Nineties baby. Stan Stan Poldak. And he, uh, he'd already been eaten by a Dilophosaurus by this point. Yeah. Yes. His career was on the rise. See, and I hadn't watched Seinfeld either, so this is like... Had you seen Jurassic Park? Uh, no. Oh, wow. I was not traumatized yet by <laughs> Jurassic Park or Jaws at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had not seen any monster movies. This was the biggest monster movie for me at yeah. the time. Monstar movie? I definitely remember... Hey. Have, I, I, I mean, I... <laughs> I had seen Jurassic Park yeah. by the by the time I saw this one because I was like, "Hey, it's the guy from Jurassic Park." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. To me, it was always this is what I knew Bill Murray from. This is what I knew Wayne Knight from, and yeah, it was like for the longest time you thought Michael Jordan was an actor and mm-hmm. not an athlete. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was a baseball player. You guys. <laughs> well, he he was for a while at the time, and if I remember, not very good. Like he no, was... he played for a season. Yeah. Oh, really? Just one. Season? Like literally, mm-hmm. that's what this movie is about. Yeah, because it came right after. Yeah, yeah. he was. Uh, he played. He retired in ninety three. Nine. He retired right before the ninety three ninety four season. Played baseball for the ninety four ninety five season and came back for the ninety six so, season. So this movie was basketball. Was basically like the explanation for why he went back to basketball. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Wow, it's so meta. A bit on the nose, Joe. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Man, I've not seen this movie in forever. Yeah, right. Uh, so the last time you saw it, you were like I had it on VHS. VHS. That was so you were like probably maybe 12. 12, yeah. Interesting. So probably right after it came out is when you last watched it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 But, I've but I, I knew I was a 
Looney Tunes fan before. Yeah. Like I, well, yeah, I mean, yeah you definitely at that point were. you, I mean, you were yeah. so much older. You had yeah. you had memories then, Joe. Yeah, I did at that point. We were I, just forming our memories. Pretty much, yeah. But I do remember, like, I loved Bugs Bunny. Yeah, um, Bugs Bunny was the shit to me. Hell yeah. Uh, well, this was a time when they were also all like on t-shirts and stuff, looking really gangster, weren't they? All of the Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like around the time of the '90s, baggy, yeah, Jinko, yeah like yeah. Jinko jeans were just becoming in fashion. I feel like maybe I don't. I, uh, yeah, like Jinkos were like they were they were at their peak in like '99. Mm. I remember. I was yeah. in high school. <laughs> yeah. Did you wear Jinkos? Hell no. <laughs> but other people didn't. Can you didn't. see Joe wearing Jinkos? No, but that'd be hilarious. I can see you wearing Jinkos, but not Joe. Uh, there was there was a guy called either Kipper. I think his name was Kipper. Maybe Tipper, but I think it was Kipper. And Tipper's better. <laughs> I honestly don't even know if that was his first name or his last name or a nickname. Mm. But he went to my high school. He wore those pants. I remember thinking he was a massive tool. And, <laughs> and 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 he was such a dick. And I remember the and that was the first time I'd ever seen any pants like that. And it just everything about him made me want to like put his head in the toilet. Did he have a chain wallet? I'm sure he did. Because <laughs> I feel like you can't have Jinkos without having a chain wallet. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe it was for the better because I don't remember. What the <laughs> saying. Uh, well, you're the last time you'd seen this film. Oh yeah, I don't remember the last time I've seen this film. Honestly, I do. I, I was I do recall like a couple of years ago it was like an it's anniversary mm-hmm. like it's what would it have been twenty twentieth twentieth twenty five I don't fucking twenty five because it came out in ninety six yeah so well around that time there was like articles about it and they were like oh it's actually really not a good movie it's a shitty movie and I was like wait a minute what what but I never went back and rewatched mm-hmm. it so mm-hmm. I am interested I'm I'm going in it with that in mind like yeah. I can that, pinpoint the exact day that I last watched it well. It was last May after I had bought it on Blu-ray. <laughs> I was packing up to go visit my parents in Indiana, and I was playing it on the TV. This was this was on the small TV yeah. still before mm. I'd gotten my nice big TV from Joe, mm-hmm. and so it was not the best quality picture because yeah. it was casting from my phone onto my Chromecast onto my tiny little baby TV. <laughs> but I remember watching it last May. Wait a minute, you you your Blu-ray came with a digital copy. Yes. Okay. So I was gonna say, how did you cast from a Blu-ray from your phone to yeah. the TV? She's got the power. Um, um and but but then before that, before you bought it on Blu-ray, how, did you have it on DVD? Or, I had it on VHS. And you watched the VHS regularly. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because I have a V a VCR. Mm-hmm. You have VCR. The, I have two VCRs now. What? I have one that doesn't work, and I have one from Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Joe gives me all of his hand-me-down used electronics. There you go. Like, I have a broken, semi-broken Blu-ray player from Joe. But it also semi-works. It it semi-works. I have to do some work to use it, but it functions. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Gotta put it in the It's a functional Blu-ray player. It's it's 12 years old now. Yeah. The fact that it still works works is pretty impressive. But yeah, I would watch the the VHS. Regularly. I'm surprised it is not worn out yet, but yes. Interesting. Especially certain parts. I'll tell you what. <laughs> certain parts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure anything regarding Lola Bunny oh, has yeah. got a little I, more wear. I, uh, I wrote down, I wrote down, I remember Lola Bunny making me feel things. <laughs> she makes me feel all funny. All funny. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's some cosplayers that, that, that mm. do like a Lola Bunny cosplay. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, I am aware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know this movie way too well. I still know. All of the songs from the soundtrack, I'm vamping while Joe is looking up this Lola Bunny cosplay. I mean, I don't know if it's going to work, guys. <laughs> uh, the soundtrack, it's funny because, 
I mean, maybe it's just like a really good soundtrack. I always just equated it like to being like the first CD that like I bought yeah. and like this movie that I really liked. Um, but I'm surprised, not surprised, I guess, but it's like everybody else also felt that way because yeah. the soundtrack and the music in this was really fucking good. It slaps. It slaps. It slaps. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what that means. You've been spending far too much time with certain people. I think oh, that's wow. what that is. Certain yeah. people. Are you are you trying to say something? Youngsters. These youngsters over here, even though you're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than you by, like, what, three months? Something like that. So, do we have anything else to say? I'm really curious to see, because I love Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm struck now, as, like, a full grown-ass man, mm-hmm. how strange this movie is. Like, yeah, the, the fact idea. that it exists. Yeah. The idea of it and everything. Like, who thought this was going to be a slam dunk. Hmm? And hey! but, but then it was. And then it was. No, but it was That's... it was unexpected. Like I think they thought it'll do fine. Mm-hmm. And then it, it it did gangbusters. Yeah. You know, instead. And then but then like other crossovers have not done as well. There was one with Brandon Fraser, right? Mm-hmm. Um oh, yeah, Looney uh, Tunes Brandon Fraser. I don't know what the movie was. Yeah. Called. They were and he was but he was not a, was he a Mountie? I fucking I think he was a Mountie. And um and I think it was just I mean, I mean, sorry to interrupt, but I think it was just it hit at the right time, and Michael Jordan was such a celebrity. He was huge. I mean, he he was like a cross-platform celebrity. Yeah, he was huge. huge. Looney Tunes back in action. That's oh, yeah. oh I remember that. And, yeah. and I do not think that was well received no. at all. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, I think it's just that the the time it, just, it was. It was just, I think, yeah, right time, right place. But yeah, so you guys ready to talk about some space, some jams? Some space jams. Some space jams. Let's do it. Let's jam. Before we watch the movie, a quick word from our sponsors. And now, our feature presentation. We're back. What'd you think, Joe? Johnny? You know what? Fuck that article that you read because I enjoyed the hell out of watching it. It's like I was laughing out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Not like all the way through it, but like... Pretty much consistently throughout. Oh, yeah, no. I think I, I was trying to watch, I was trying to like step outside of my like, yeah, my nostalgia the, glasses mm-hmm, yeah. and watch this. And I was like, you know. I can't do it. I try to do the same I, thing. I, I was able to do it for some parts where mm-hmm. I was like, this feels like a kid's movie. Because there are so many pratfalls and things that you would see in mm-hmm. a yes. kid's movie. Yes. And I was like so torn between, is this a kid's movie? Is this a family movie? Because there's so much stuff that right. leads it to a kid's movie. Right. But there's also so many jokes that mm-hmm. you would get from a Looney Tunes. Yes. Or like something like that for the adults mm-hmm. and the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also like little things like, uh, you know, when he's when he's digging the hole, mm-hmm. trying to get to the, the bottom of the of the, the golf course. Like mm-hmm. cup when, to, after, to, after Michael gets sucked in. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you know, what are you doing? He's like, Fixing a divot. <laughs> He's fixing a divot. <laughs> like that was hilarious. That was pretty good. Or like when he goes to take the picture of him and he gets sucked oh, into yeah, the hole. Yeah. And then he's like, then, "Can you not point the camera at me? Yeah. What kind of camera is that? Put the lens on." <laughs> and like, it was like classic Bill Murray uh, yeah. being Bill, being as and, Bill Murray. And Bill Murray as talking ever. to the golf ball at the beginning. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's he, like, he's like, "You're my assistant." Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because, all right, like as an adult. Like I, you know, I'm with a, I'm with all of you. This movie's yeah. fucking. I enjoyed. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I, it was so I think fun. if I were if I were giving this like a rating, I would give it like a two out of five for just like the way it, it is. But for like nostalgia and hilarity and everything else, I'm like it's a five out of five. I like. I, just I would can't. give it a B. Like if I saw it in theaters now, uh-huh. I think I would be like, 
That was that was pretty good. That was funny. That was a lot really? better than yeah. I thought it was good. I'd give it a, like a solid B that's if it was good. brand new now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeing it for the first time, I feel yeah. like that's what I would do. Interesting. I can't. I cannot. I just can't. I can't I, critically. Yeah. It was uh, so hard for me movie. to like get out of that, but yeah. I was like, I was forcing myself to. I was like sitting there and like watching it and being like, "This is the first time I've seen this movie. I've never watched this movie before." Yeah. And I was like, "There's some parts where I was like, I'm a little cringe." Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, there's some. Yeah. I, I felt that like in the opening with um more at Moron Mountain. Yeah. And yeah. like all and like the, the the essentially like the introduction of everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and then but then the movie just immediate and then like when the dog the the the, the cute uh, bulldog like mm-hmm. you know Charles, tackles yeah. him. Is that for Charles Barkley. Oh, Barkley. That's a good dog, dog last name, Barkley. <laughs> um, but uh, like when that happens, I was kind of like, "Oh, geez." Yeah. 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 Did yeah. you notice that whenever when um, Bugs and Daffy were, whenever they were in the house, Part of the and the dog, dog animated. he looks so like lit differently. He's very blue. the compositing is different. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, it's pretty like bad. when he's in the closet, and then when um, they animated the kids, over part of the dog's face. Too. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. when the kids were like telling him to leave, he's like the the background mm-hmm. is like he's lit blue. Yeah. yeah, but the background is still blue, but it's like a totally different temperature. Oh, yeah. Blue. I, yeah, I noticed that too. I, I did know, I, and, and it and really the perspective threw me is off. off too. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's the only. I think that's really the only point when. The, the sort of the visual effects of the movie kind of fall apart. Yeah, everything else is like because I was like when they were doing the Michael Secret stuff and uh-huh. Wayne Knight has the water bottle. Yeah. it still looks fully animated when he's like shaking it. I'm like, yeah, he's trying. I'm to like, get how some... how did they do that? Motion like motion blur, you know? Yeah, and um, it's funny though because um, like what, some of the things that I was really laughing at sort of like the grown up jokes. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit yeah. like how world weary Daffy Duck is. Yeah, you know that he's like. Do you ever see any of the uh, residuals from yeah. the, the, yeah, the, the, the merchandise? The you know, it's like, we're, we got we're, we're getting screwed. <laughs> we're really getting screwed. <laughs> and then, and then also later when he when he's talking to Bill Murray and he's like, "How did you get here?" And he's, he's like, like, "I'm, I'm a friend of the producer." And he's like, "Ah, uh, I guess that's how it goes." This is the first time that I noticed that Ivan Reitman was the producer, yep, which was I same. thought a really funny joke. Yeah, I, I, which is, I, I had to tell that to sarah was like yeah because it was like i like looked up and it was like the last credit that came on the screen i was like ivan reitman produced this well it was the it's the first credit but it's in the it's in the opening credits and it says ivan reitman and somebody else and i and i and i knew who ivan reitman was at the time but i totally forgotten his involvement Mm -hmm. i did not know and then that joke i didn't get that joke yeah i never like there were so many jokes in this because i was watching it from like more of an adult perspective and like as a never having quote never having seen this perspective that i was like there are so many jokes that I never got here. Like all of the jokes with the like basketball players and mm-hmm. stuff and like them being like That was hilarious. Are you yeah. having any other performance? It, performing? <laughs> and, he's, and then he's like, No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I never got that until I was like, yeah. Oh, it's fucking yeah. funny. She's talking about his penis. I know. Yeah. 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 yeah but I, think, then, I, then, I get that joke. <laughs> but then I always I've always loved the line by uh Muggsy. Muggsy Bogues. Bogues. I've totally forgotten about some of these guys. Like Charles Barkley, of course, I'd not forgotten. But the other guys, I was like, holy Mm -hmm. shit. Yeah, same. Shaq Uh, makes a cameo appearance at the end. Oh, does he? He does? Yeah. Um, Because it's um, 
archive footage of when Michael came back and they're oh, playing yeah. the Orlando Magic, and that's when Shaq played for Orlando. That's oh. right. Uh, but the, the the line where he's just like, it's like, are you telling me I should disrespect my mama? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, no. It's like, but I love my mama. But I love my mama. Yeah, that's so funny. Such <laughs> a good delivery. So good. And, you know, and that's actually, so, so all of them I thought were actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah considering Surprisingly that, they're, that they're good. not actors, and, and Michael Jordan especially was very good. Yeah. 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 Because keep in mind, for half of this movie, he's on a green screen reacting yeah. to God knows what. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and he's and he's doing it. There's yeah. only one time where his reactions felt very off to me, and it was mm. during the basketball game at the end. Mm. Like, um, I think it was kind of when they're uh, after they take the secret stuff, mm. and there's this like really strange cut after uh, Sam and Elmer shoot the teeth out of one of them. Oh, the oh. Pulp Fiction like, reference. Just, like, oh, that was so good. Yeah. There's I never like got that very, one. I didn't get that either. Yeah, very at the time. awkward, like hard cut yeah. to something else that happens, and then mm. there's this close up on Michael's face, and his reaction is kind of very off and weird, and mm. it doesn't fit in with what was happening either before or after that reaction. But that's more like a post production thing. Versus yeah, like I his feel like fault. it was just an insert because yeah. it was a real tight close up. It was just his face, and then some like a plate of animation behind him. Yeah, like not even animation it was probably like still yeah. like illustration. That Pulp Fiction reference, though, was like I laughed yeah. so hard at that. And there's also that there's that one scene where the the camera is tracking along the bench, and they're all like really messed yeah. up. You see yeah. that one like fully cooked chicken. Yeah, on, like it's got like an IV drip. Yeah, and, and then, and then see, poor Tweety is in an iron lung. Yeah, and you see Wayne Knight sitting at the end of the bench, like praying that he's gonna get <laughs> that he's gonna get picked. Oh my god, that yeah, Wayne so Knight, this is so good. Yeah, he's oh. so annoying. He's, he's so like, annoying. It's but that's like a Wayne Knight character. Yeah, yeah. like that's his character because trait. He's, all, he's annoying and but so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's like he's he's very. He's a my very favorite sweet part man. all every time I've watched this that is like mouse? when. No, oh, yeah. no, it's when um the owner of the Barons is like, Polike, Polike, and then he tells Polike to come over and he's like. Don't let anybody talk to Michael. And then he like tries to like go into the dugout, and then he just falls oh, yeah, into the yeah, dugout. Falls. <laughs> well, I do, I do love that whole scene when when the 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 catcher is like, you know, oh, outside yeah. tight, don't swing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? when he's like giving him the, uh, the and pitches. See, and George's yeah. just like, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, how does the ref not hear them? Well, I don't it's know. Is it is the is the is I don't baseball could, either. Could, could the umpire? I mean, the umpire doesn't care what they say. They trash talk sometimes. Maybe yeah, you know, they like do. they. It's only he's only like it's not against the rules of baseball for the catcher to help the baseball uh, the the uh, the batter. Is I it? Mean, I don't like. I don't know if the umpire would really. So. But um, so you're not supposed to do it. But that doesn't mean that. Well, it's, because yeah, it's a yeah. team. Yeah, I, 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 I But um, I do like. It's just a good movie. It's just. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. I mean, it was genuinely funny. Well, cause I. I don't know. Maybe it's just Looney Tunes. Yeah, I are think, just classic. Like, yeah, I yeah. Was, <laughs> I think my my note for like I'm skipping to the does it hold up part right now. Yeah. But my note for does it hold up is do the Looney Tunes ever not hold up except for those racist characters that they had like back in the like early days with like the housekeeper, the black housekeeper who was like always chasing um, Sylvester out of the house when he's trying to get Tweety Bird. Oh, I don't remember that character. Mm. You don't remember like there's like. I know of, that there's there's like a couple there's some of, like racist uh, and then they were, episodes and then they like released them on like a DVD and they had mm-hmm. like a disclaimer not a disclaimer but like a, yeah. a disclaimer yeah. up front like yeah. being like this is what was around at that time mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. it's different yeah. And yeah. so but they they put it out there to be like this is what this it was. is what happened yeah. 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 yeah but like yeah I'm like 
all new teams ever but don't yeah, hold up. They're just yeah. they're, you know, iconic characters. I've I really love I wrote it down. It's just uh Daffy kissing his butt. I was the, just gonna yeah, bring with that the up. WB yeah. logo. Thing. Like full on French kisses. Yeah, his just, butt. just like <laughs> it's it's so ridiculous. And, and, they're, like, so and funny. they're like when they first get to the basketball, like yeah. the court and they're like We've got balls. Yeah. <laughs> he just opens up the vlogger and, and just all the balls. And then all the balls. And then they're, and they're like spit shine. Yeah, and spit shine. Pretty, and then like Taz like starts spinning around. And then like isn't when he's done he's like lemony fresh. fresh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. Was so I mean it's stupid. funny. It was stupid in 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 this very smart Looney Tunes sort of comedy. Yeah. You know. And like. It's <sighs> that same sort of Muppet comedy of like mm-hmm. totally preposterous. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Absurdist. Just mm-hmm. like. Looney, one might yeah. say. Yeah. Um, I do like the fact that it's kind of canon in this that the Looney Tunes, whenever you're watching a Looney Tunes cartoon, they're performing it live for you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because I yes. was always, I was always like, as a kid, that's what's happening. Yeah. I'm gonna watch the Looney Tunes, and they're gonna just leave. Yeah, that was great when when he, when he calls the union meeting, <laughs> and then they all just, they just walk off. Oh man. Um, you know, I want to believe that, uh, speaking, speaking of Bill Murray, because I remember, like, when I was young, thinking, this is weird. That, I, don't I, think I have ever seen a fun anything. fact about that. Okay. So I remember just thinking that, uh, like, I'd never, I don't think at that point I'd seen anything so meta before. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I'd seen anybody who I was already familiar with as an actor playing themselves. Yeah. Mm. Um, and... Uh, and so, like, Bill Murray specifically, because I didn't have... I was not a sports person. I did not watch mm-hmm. basketball. So everybody else, the superstars that they were, I was only aware of them sort of tangentially yeah. as sports people. Yeah. But Bill Murray, I knew. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so, like, when he shows up, he's like, da 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 I want to believe that Bill Murray, yeah. whenever he appears in, in like, <laughs> in, in, a, in a room, does that. He just does that. Yeah. But, like, to it's me, hilarious. it was always weird. It's like... At least, like, more recently, um, as I watched this, I'm like, why does Bill Murray want to be in the NBA so much when he is a very, very well-known Cubs fan? Like, And a golfer, too. Like, yeah, he's, like, known for being a super fan of the Cubs, which Cubs is baseball. Cubs is baseball, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, but... Oh, you gotta put some money on the Cubbies. <laughs> but the reason that he is in this, his appearance... Not the reason he's in this, but his appearances are a reference to a series of commercials he did in the 90s. Um where he tries and fails to become an NBA player. And this whole film is based on commercials of Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny playing basketball. Interesting. Really? Because mm-hmm. like we were talking about, this is a weird It's a movie. weird like, crossover. It's a weird yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah, like the whole thing is based on... Um, some Nike ads? Some... Num- I don't remember. I think it might be Nike ads, but there's also ton- like Stan references like in one... One breath, every Jordans, single Michael uh, Jordan commercial that he ever and merchandise yeah. specifically. It's like, uh, yeah. and he's holding, and while he's doing that, he's holding a cup of McDonald's soda. Wait, no, yeah, doesn't he? Doesn't he say like, all right, you know, yeah, lace your... up your Jordans, eat your Wheaties. Yeah, it's um, come on, yeah. Michael, it's we'll game pick time. Up a Big Zip Mac on, on the way. Here, I have the exact quote. Ah. It's game time. Slip on your hands, lace up your Nikes, take your Wheaties and your Gatorade, and grab a Big Mac. A Big Mac on the way to the ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like, did it there. Almost yeah, got it. I just want to want to. It's like imagine Garth from Wayne's World. It's, mm-hmm. it's like people only do anything if they get paid. They it's get just really paid. sad. Yeah, Jeez. it is a Nike's ad. Um, mm. A Nike ad where Bugs Bunny, Michael Jordan face off against Marvin and Alien Henchman. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. And then the Alien Henchman became the Monstars. I think I so. Guess. But I think it was like 
in the Marvin the Martian cartoons, there's yeah. like other henchmen that mm-hmm. look like Marvin, right? Yeah. Uh, no, there was that big red fella, that big red furry oh, guy, yeah, monster guy. Yeah, but I think it was like other maybe. I don't. I've never watched these commercials, mm. but I don't think that the henchmen in the Mikey commercials were the same as the monsters. I vaguely, right? I vaguely remember those commercials. Yeah, because I think yeah. those commercials were like before I had memory of watching television and most of the television that i watched was pbs right so which was supported by viewers like you no commercials nice god yeah i i this movie brought back so many memories of like things that i had totally forgotten that i remembered you know what i mean yeah Yeah. um oh i have a i have a fun thing that i noticed um i looked it up this is the number four known for listing for dad in castellaneta just oh, for yeah. his small little appearance mm-hmm. at that really? Nick Suns game, Hayden. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, this is his number four most. Mm. Like, if you go to his IMDb page, yeah. it's Simpsons, The Simpsons movie, something else, and this. Yeah, that's weird. And that's I'm like, hilarious. why? Why would this be number four? I know he's for, in for him? like two seconds. He's got like two lines. <laughs> I also, this is the one you would be Joe would be interested in this at the end when Bill Murray shows up. Yeah, and then um, I forget what uh, Danny DeVito's character's name is. Oh, I already I already called that out when we were um, talking about Ghostbusters two. Oh, I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. Yeah, yeah. That, that's I I said that in um, the Ghostbusters episode. I had no idea what the hell you were talking about. Yeah, I was like as, I was like every time I see Dan Aykroyd in this movie, I can't help but think of Danny DeVito in Space Jam. Yeah, saying when. Bill Murray walks on. I didn't know hey, Dan Aykroyd, didn't know was, Dan Aykroyd, Aykroyd was, was in this picture. picture. It's I, one of my favorite. I laughed so hard when <laughs> I watched that. When I saw that bit. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, I had no idea who the fuck Dan Aykroyd was. Oh, really? Yeah, because... Of I course mean, not. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I think that was the first time I ever even heard the name Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. And then later in life, I was like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. Yeah. So I was like, that's like my... I was like... I, I didn't get that joke because yeah. I didn't know who the fuck yeah, Dan I, Aykroyd was. Yeah, I didn't was. get that joke until like maybe... 10 years ago yeah. when I was little I got that when I was 11 years old I got that joke and then totally forgot about it and so when it appeared <laughs> again watching this it was like rediscovering yeah, an old it friend good. It and because like he's like oh I'm friends with the producer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. dropped off yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like all of like in that moment I think that was like a 30 second thing of where all of Ghostbusters just collided yeah <laughs> um so god that's so funny um you know, speaking of all these uh, basketball players, there were. I remember Muggsy Bogues because I remember him being famous for being really short. Being really short, and mm-hmm. I don't. And it's not like short the way some basketball players are, where it's like, oh look, that's the shortest guy on the team, but he's six foot two. Okay, yeah. you know, but like he was very short. Yeah, really. and I like that when they're sitting in the gym before yeah. Michael comes, he goes, "I'm just a short guy now." Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm known for. He's like, at least you guys are still tall. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and then, the, that, I don't remember the player's name, but that really tall, gangly white I, guy. I looked him up. Mm-hmm. His name is Sean Bradley. Mm-hmm. He is seven foot six. Yeah, yeah, he always was like, I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> is there any uh, fun facts for this? Oh, I have a ton of fun facts. I don't have, I have summary castings for Stan. Is Are, are we all through talking though? There, well, so there was, there was one thing that I noticed at the very end that I, I don't recall in the movie, mm-hmm. but there's a credit in the section where they list all the songs that are mm-hmm. in the film mm-hmm. uh, and they, and they credit Merry Go Round Broke Down, which I didn't hear in the film. 
but is it's um, not on the soundtrack because i know the entire uh discography of that soundtrack it must be in the film and i just didn't notice it mm-hmm. but that's the record that roger rabbit's playing in the bar when he's uh when he's entertaining everybody and mm-hmm. he and he's like i feel no pain and he starts and he keeps like breaking mm-hmm. the record mm-hmm. skips and he keeps breaking the plates on his head um and you know judge doom walks in and they're hiding roger and he's like looking around and he and he's he says he picks up the record and he goes merry-go-round broke down quite a loony selection for a bunch of drunken reprobates interesting and so i was just kind of like how How do you even know that (laughs) this is some thing (laughs) (laughs) that's how my brain works i guess man that is that is that is wild um anyway but i just noticed that and it's like oh that's kind of interesting that like this would yeah be in Mm -hmm. this movie but i didn't notice it i just saw it at the end yeah interesting um yeah, I do have to say, also, the last line of the movie, one of my favorite lines, is just Bill Murray going, let's go Bulls! <laughs> and he and says, he's, he's so like, sad. He's so sad. He's like, let's go Bulls! <laughs> I love it. I don't know why, but it, yeah. it just always well, gets and me. Bill Murray can read the phone book. It'd be funny. Oh, true. yeah. Very true. Yeah. This, yeah. Um, oh, talking about the uh, bad effects... Uh, I, like, oh, yeah. There's not very many bad effects but in there's this. There's just a couple points. Where it's um, there's one that I wrote down and I never realized, and I think it's because the last time I watched this in more of an HD format was on my tiny TV, mm-hmm. and this time I was watching it on my big TV. Mm-hmm. Stan blowing up oh, at the yeah. very end looks so bad. It looks like a terrible animation of a human being. He yeah. looks like one of those 90s um, CGI Uncanny Valley of, almost kind yeah, of things. Yeah. And I was like, God, I never noticed how bad this mm-hmm. looked. I, I did. I did think about that. Um, I did notice that. And I was like very upset because I was like, I used to think this was the most amazing effect ever. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of movies when you go back now and you're like, ooh, yeah. That's a but rough. again, I was always watching them in SD right. on a a same size TV as what I have now. Right. But it was on a VHS in SD, so it it didn't translate mm-hmm. the same as it does in HD now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like. Oh, that kind of was upsetting for me. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the rest of the movie, the effects are still really great. Yeah. Oh, man, the movie it's, 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 it is genuinely funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I feel like, I mean, I guess I can't really say this because we talked about the Brendan Fraser Looney Tunes movie. I was like, mm-hmm. anything with the Looney Tunes is going to be, like, going to have some good jokes. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've seen that Brendan Fraser Looney Tunes movie, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. But, I mean, I, mean, I just think... The jokes, yeah, it, it's, there's a classicness yeah. to mm-hmm. Looney Tunes and what they're doing yeah. at this yeah. time. Do you think that the LeBron James one coming out next year will be able to capture that essence? You know what's interesting? LeBron James is actually really funny. He's yeah. In, so I was so Sarah and I were talking about this last mm-hmm. night because he was in Trainwreck, Trainwreck which yeah, I've not seen but she said he was, he was great, great in Trainwreck yeah. yeah if you do want to borrow my I have it on DVD not Blu-ray but if you want to borrow it you can sure it is like it's a movie. it's a fairly yeah. decent movie for mm-hmm. Amy Schumer I'm not a big Amy Schumer it's a Judd Apatow movie like was he in one scene no, no he, he is plays... he plays um, Bill Hader's best client friend. Well, best friend yeah like Bill Hader's his doctor but he's also they're also best friends ah and he plays LeBron James yeah he plays himself oh oh okay yeah. because in the movie uh, Bill Hader is a sports doctor, uh, yeah, and he so he's like he's LeBron James's yeah. sports yeah. doctor, but so, he's also his right. best friend. So right. if LeBron James is doing the same thing that Michael Jordan did in this, I think it would be pretty good. Yeah, and like if they, I don't know, maybe they could like try to get some of the old writing team for this back. That if they're still alive, I don't know, they probably are. I I, I feel like 
whatever they do with this new movie, this movie was lightning in a bottle in the truest sense of the word. Mm. And I think that it's going to be sort of folly to try and you know recreate that yeah um but if i think they have it's a probably new... a nostalgia grab for people like us yeah but i mean if they have a new way in if, yeah. if they have a way in that sort of makes any sort of sense they may like the way they did this with michael jordan's retirement to baseball yeah they may do it with didn't lebron like briefly retire no he no? just changed teams he's, yeah he's just he changed, changed teams a couple of times he changed teams a couple of times and they were and people were very upset well yeah because it's a whole thing yeah okay yeah I know there was like something that happened with LeBron and his career. No, he, yeah, he's just he. But he's I don't made big shifts in his team. The basketballs. Career. The basketballs. You don't follow the basketball them. Jones. Basketball Jones. I only follow the basketball uh, Jones. Uh, that was yeah. such a good. That was such a good sequence. And then like I when they're it. walking and they all hit their heads. Yeah. See, that's one of the pratfalls. I'm like, this is a kids movie, but at the same time, I'm like, this is still really good. It's, that <laughs> one I thought really worked. There were a couple that didn't. Mm-hmm. No, like but I thought that one was. Funny. I think there was. Um, when they throw the ball at one of the players, like right after he gets his power sucked, and it bounces, or he throws the ball and, and it hits the popcorn, popcorn guy, guy, and it's yeah. like, yeah, and it, that's I'm like, that's bad. See, that one actually worked for me only because, like, as soon as the popcorn guy goes down, it cuts to something else, yeah, versus like lingering on the fall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, there was there was uh, there were a couple of other pratfalls, like actually the Wayne Knight one when he falls yeah. off into the dugout. That one felt like. Like oh yeah, it definitely feels like children's movie. Yeah, but that one is also like that's a little nostalgia hit for me. Yeah. Whereas like when I was watching this, I'm like the popcorn guy. I'm like that's kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I love when bad things happen to nobody's off off screen. This mm-hmm. is great. <laughs> um, I have one more little note. Um, yeah. but this is only something that is matters to me is interesting to me. Mm. Um, I think it's the NBA chairman or maybe he's like an FBI or a cop. They don't really specify who this guy is, but it's like they're outside the Staples Center and they're like pulling the, uh, the things down the Staples Center. They're outside of the Forum in Inglewood, which is actually fairly close to my house. I've been to the Forum. I know you have. Yeah. And But what's weird is it also, for the way they shot it, they made it look like it was like Seaside, which mm-hmm. it is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that was, I, I just remember thinking like, oh, look at that the 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 ever-changing weird-ass geography of of hollywood <laughs> in movies yeah well they're Los outside they're, movies. they're pulling curtains down yes. over a yes. center can... and there's like i don't know who it is i think it's an nba chairman maybe it's a cop and they're yeah, yeah. like announcing that they're not gonna be playing any more nba games yep. Yep. and one of the i thought it was a reporter but i looked it up on imdb and it says he's a police assistant mm. is coach tugnut from even stevens and i was like oh look at that, that is guy. the worst <laughs> last name that anybody could ever have <laughs> He's a really, it, his character's great in Even Stevens. I love him. If you've never watched Even Stevens, it's a great show. It's actually a quality Disney show. Yeah, I remember watching it when I was But Coach younger. Tugnut is probably one of the best recurring guest Please characters. Please stop saying that last name. Tugnut. No. Oh. At least it's not Baby Peanut. Uh, baby Nut. <laughs> you said Baby Nut. That's, that's, that's what really no, got me. No, because that's its real name, and I'm never saying it. It's always going to be Baby Peanut from now on. Whatever. Either way, let's just. Wipe yeah. it from our memory. But anyways, I got some fun facts and I got some recasting. Right. Drop them, drop them, drop, drop, drop the beat. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's um, going off the rails. <laughs> I did not notice this. I need to rewatch to see this. But when flying towards Moron Mountain at the beginning, the monolith from 2001 can be seen in the very right edge of the frame floating in space. Huh. Never noticed. I did not notice it. Mm-hmm. I think because when I was watching it on my big TV, it was kind of that portion of the screen was blocked by mm. something on my T- table, uh-huh. but I may have to rewatch it and see if see mm. if that's there. Hmm. 
Hmm. Um, the U.S. VHS release included a collector's coin inside the package that had the Toon Squad on one side and Monsters on the other. And I'm pretty sure I had that coin. Hmm. I, I think I had that too. Because it was like a yeah gold coin and I would remember playing with it. Hmm. I remember having something like that. Um. <laughs> Speaking of the monsters, when, when we're watching the like the credits go mm-hmm. by, and there's that one bit where they they're just showing like frames from the mm-hmm. movie, you mm-hmm. know, at the end, and one of the monsters, the big guy, after he got his pants ripped off and his his ass was just like hanging. Oh out. yeah, and and then um, Lola goes, "Nice butt." Yeah. And I was looking at that, I'm like, "What about the front?" He's just you know flashing um, all the crowd. Yes, he is, and I bet you he's proportional. Um, <laughs> and uh, but but what's funny is Sarah. The way Sarah watches movies is you know like this, looking phone. down, oh, looking yeah. down at her phone while the movie is on. So had Sarah seen this movie before? She had seen this movie okay. before, but she hadn't seen it in forever, and yeah. she also really enjoyed it. Like mm. she, but she was also half paying attention the yeah. way she always does, um, and. Um, uh, and so, but she happened to be looking at the screen during the credits when his naked ass was. Up, and she goes, "He's not wearing any pants." <laughs> and I was like, "See, you do miss stuff because it's been like a constant sort of point of argument of like y- you can maybe follow the thing, but you're missing shit." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she totally missed that. That's hilarious. And I was like, "That was in the movie." Now I have three facts specifically I pulled for Joe. Oh, um, the first one. You might like Johnny. Um, when the the Moron Mountain but if you don't screw you. <laughs> when the aliens from Moron Mountain are disguised at the basketball game, they are wearing Tom Baker's scarf. Oh, oh, how very interesting! Huh. Yeah. After the game, Michael returns to the, the talent to the pros. They are um, the Muggsy says that the glowing ball contains the talent. Looks like something out of Star Trek. Ironically, oh, yeah. Star Trek First Contact was released in theaters the following week. Yeah, and that was a good ass movie. That was a good fucking movie. And then the final one also has to do with the aliens. Um, the pseudoscientific names of the aliens from Moron Mountain blueprinted in the brainstorming session are, and these were never said in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. You can only find them on the credits. Um, Wormius Repulsus is the green one. Nutus Grotius is the purple one. <laughs> Dopus Elongatus is the blue one. This, of course, is the blue one. Rotundus Temperamentus is the orange one. Uh-huh. And Minimus Wimpus is the magenta one. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought Joe would really appreciate that because they are very uh, scientific-esque names. <laughs> See, all three of those were very Joe were facts. Joe-centric those were, facts. Those were, those were great. I and then I have um, some recastings for Stan and Stan Podolak only. Oh. Nice. Joe Pitka wanted Michael J. Fox to play Stan, but he was overruled by the studios. Jason Alexander and Chevy Chase were also considered. Huh. I could see Jason Alexander for sure. For sure. Yes. I f- but I get Seinfeld. Yeah. I can't much. see Michael J. Fox. No. No, no, no. Michael J. Fox, I feel like, would not he's, fit. Well, he's such a big star. Yeah. yeah. Just too much not, confidence. Not, too much yeah. confidence. Like, people would be like, oh, yeah, he's yeah, way too confident. Jason Alexander, I feel like, is kind of teetering on the edge of you, that. You, but you like, need the guy who would reasonably be last picked to play yeah. basketball. Like, and, 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 Chevy and, Chase, I feel like, would not have fit at all. No, no, his sense of his his comedy sense is totally different. I also have more another like a list of more that none of them fit either. It would have been interesting though if they had Michael J. Fox because he was in another very famous basketball film, Teen Wolf, <laughs> yeah. now available from Shot Factory. Take out. Um, and none of these I feel like fit at all. 
George Clooney, Mel Gibson, Tom Cruise, Jim Carrey, Kevin Klein, Vincent D'Onofrio, Mike Myers, Vincent Pastoria, Robert Hayes, Kevin Costner, Dennis Quaid, Robert De Niro, Bill Pullman, Billy Crystal, and Matthew Broderick were all considered. For Michael what? Jordan? Stan Podolak. Oh. Stan Podolak? Oh, wow. Stan, Stan Podolak. <laughs> you that... have to say it like that. That's how he says it. To, that's how he introduces himself to everybody. That makes no sense. I, honestly, None of them. Robert like De Niro. people sitting around a table saying just names. Yeah. That was, yeah. That's that's. It's ridiculous. literally people just talking about every single star that was, like every male star that was big was at the time. At the like, time, yeah. you want them for Stan? You Pod want Black? them for Stan Podolak? Mm-hmm. That makes no the sense. The bumbling. Like, out of this list, maybe Matthew Broderick? I mean, I guess George Clooney was maybe still on ER at the time. Like he yeah, wasn't but George he's Clooney. too suave. Yeah. Like, yeah. even then, George Clooney was too suave. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio? Mm. He could have done it if he brought Vincent his... D'Onofrio could have done it because he is a chameleon, I feel like. Because he could do anything, all right? He, Vincent D'Onofrio can do anything. <laughs> After being the bug alien, he can do anything. And Kingpin. <laughs> he's pretty good at, yeah um but like dennis quaid mike myers robert de niro bill pullman yeah uh, make billy any, crystal makes no sense uh billy crystal maybe but still i feel like he's more of, of an agent than a publicist billy crystal <laughs> yeah yeah he could have been like a slimy agent yeah um uh, but matthew broderick i feel like out of all of these the second list well, matthew broderick would be the only one i also, feel like could have done it because like well, yeah. like the, pre- the what's that the uh, student body not student body president um election, election. Yeah. um i feel like is it's his character in that i've only seen like a couple clips i feel yeah. like his character in that is kind of like a bumbling yeah I yeah mean, he's pretty pathetic in that yeah movie. i just think that all of those names are so big they kind of would have monstered yeah it would have been like, like it would have been, been like jim carrey as stan polak michael jordan yeah yeah and it's top billing bugs bunny, bugs bunny michael jordan yeah, yeah. You have to have those two. That's why I think Wayne Knight was probably the perfect choice. Yeah, I think yeah. he was. He was great. I do also, random aside, uh, when the, I think it's the alien spaceship first, or I don't know when it is. Anyways, they go, they crash through. Uh, the Baron's game? I don't know. No, not the Baron's game. At some point, they crash through in a ship. They crash through the cement in front of a Piggly Wiggly's. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, they go over the Baron's game. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then that was the first time I've ever seen Piggly Wiggly's, and I thought it was a joke. But it's a real place. Oh, yeah. I know. I, it yeah. wasn't until I was a grown-ass adult that someone was like, no, that's a chain of like supermarkets yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. You're telling me that's not just a joke for one shot of Space Jam? I don't <laughs> think so. I had to look it up. I didn't yeah. believe it. Oh, man. Piggly Wiggly. Well. So good. Does it hold up? I feel oh, like we already yeah. answered this question. Yes, but yes it, it does. It's yeah. pretty it fucking great. It was so great. much fun. Yeah. I mean, I still go back to this. I'm never not going to not go back to this movie. I love it so much. Yeah. I love it so much. Sarah was like singing along to I can, I believe I can fly, and I was like, "Wait, yeah. isn't that that that's pedophile?" Yeah, no, it's like, a problem. Hey. I did I did make a note of it because it's such a huge song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I mean, it's synonymous with this movie. Yeah. people mm-hmm. know it. I mean, yeah. and it's like it's R. Kelly, and you're just like, "Oh god." Yeah, yeah Sarah's well, like, uh, "This was before we knew before about him, so I, it's yeah. okay." Yeah. <laughs> well, I um one of the fun facts was that the Space Jam website that was live in 1996 is still workable and i went to it and there is a section for the music yeah and you can go to see a list of radio stations that are playing the first single off of the soundtrack i believe i can fly (laughs) wow yes i was like ooh, 90s well you guys let us know what you think of space jam good responses only good responses (laughs) (laughs) only On Instagram or Twitter at Nostalgitis, N-O-S-T-L-G-I-T-I-S, 
or on email nostalgiaeffectpod at gmail.com. Are we popular enough that we're getting bad responses too? That know. we could be choosy about no. our responses? No. <laughs> Beggars no. can't be choosy. It's a TikTok meme mm. where you, you go up to somebody and you say, some, like you ask them a question, you say, wrong, wrong answers, answers only. only. Yeah. It's a thing, Joe. Okay. I watched two hours of TikTok last night. Oh my um, God. Jesus Christ. But, anyways, you guys, don't forget to that be explains kind. That's why she's bleeding from and her rewind. eyes. And <laughs> rewind.